and recording is on, so Les, you want to kick it off? No, because <laughs> I can never remember our new intro. This is what John's It's not heard. new. It's been almost a year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, fine. <clears throat> <laughs> Coming to you live from the Chamber of Haunter Studios, this is Haunting You. I am your host, Keone Hutton. And I'm Leslie Reed. What is so hard about that? Come on. My brain freezes when I don't have something to read and it's I, not just me speaking? It's because I'm staring at you, isn't it? Like, I get inside your uh-huh. head and then you forget what you're supposed to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're supposed to do that to John, not me. Yeah, so I'll, I'll t- turn my camera off next time and then you can do the intro. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> well, welcome everyone back to the Haunting You podcast. It is August 1st, not actually, it's actually July 30th, but we're not going to, but you know, I have two days to edit. We'll be fine. Happy August. It is two months until haunting season <laughs> and holy crap, does anyone else feel like they're running out of time? I spent the entire yes. afternoon today uh, collecting two by threes and reorganizing the garage, trying to get it to some semblance of I'll be able to set up in a month. <laughs> we're not there yet, but we're getting closer. Progress. It's all about progress. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I've I've got writing to finish and designs to finish, and I basically remembered that <laughs> Halloween's in two months. Yes. Yes. And which reminds me, you owe me a backstory. I owe you a lot. That you have written in a format that nobody else can read because of stupid Apple and like. Yep. I need yep. you to send me that because I can't finish the website. Yes, I'm being unhelpful. I will get that sent to you with additionals, and then you can start uploading it in part or whole, however we want. I think the in part would be kind of cool because it's like he's writing it as we build up to to Halloween. See, I love that. I think we release that, like release it piecemeal as we're getting up to it. Absolutely. Uh, but we'll and have. And I can like work in other like non, not quite non sequiturs, but relevant non sequiturs. Relevant. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Foreshadowing, that's the word you want. Like, relevant non sequitur? Like, is that, that feels like an yes. oxymoron to me. No, relevant non sequiturs. All right. They have a point. You just have to wait for it. <laughs> it comes at the end of the. Oh, well, the summer is just absolutely flying by. We have had so much fun trying to replace John on the podcast. Uh, you know, people got bored of listening to just me and Les while John is on his leave of absence. And so we try to fill his hole with a different guest every podcast. And so we had lots of folks from the Chamber of Haunters come on. We had uh, Doug Sheldon come on and announce Fear Expo Live. And now, because it is August and we are into auditioning season... <laughs> We thought it would be a great time to highlight the meat and potatoes of the haunting industry, the haunt actors. I mean, you know, we designers spend the entire year trying to get things ready, but without our actors, I mean, we don't have a show. Like, my scares are not nearly as impressive without someone there to trigger them and scare the crap out of people advances that are being made with animatronics and our ghosts that we use and everything else you need that timing that only an actor can bring i have never seen an animatronic that that has the timing of a real life person and i try i try (laughs) but it does not work no it it doesn't you've got to have that and it's also actors are so valuable because they can adjust everything that they do on the fly like based based on what they are seeing and the people they are coming through and how they are looking and reacting and you can't get that out of a five-year-old kid that parents shouldn't have brought him but they did so let me not be completely (laughs) terrifying oh it's a group of 20 year old dudes yeah i'm gonna scare them shitless Exactly, exactly. So we are kicking off this series highlighting the scare actors with a gentleman that we met way back in January when we were at HauntCon. We, uh, you know, we're just digging through, seeing, oh, who else decided to come to uh, the virtual HauntCon as well? And um, so I'm just doing, like, keyword searches to see what kind of people there are. And I'm like, oh, let's see if there's any other podcasters. And lo and behold, there was another podcaster. Only one. That's okay. We're a small, we're kind of a niche group. I was saying, we're very niche, very niche topic. <laughs> That's okay, though. Um, 
But we found another podcaster. We reached out, and he was totally uh, up for getting uh, getting our podcast together and uh, promoting each other. And so we've been working together for the last several months um, trying to promote each other. I am so excited that we can have him here. So Mr. Ty Rowley of the Shadows of Fear Haunted House and the Foggy Jack Live podcast. Welcome to Haunting You, my friend. Thank you very much. It's, it's glad to be here. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> we always kick this off when we have someone on uh, asking about their background, how they got into the haunt industry. So tell us your story. How did you get into it? Well, I mean, always into Halloween. Always loved, always loved Halloween, of course. And then that seems to be a trend. Like everybody says that. <laughs> it's it's weird <laughs> how we like Halloween. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> and then when I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13, I acted at this home haunt, and it scared the crap out of me. So I didn't do it for a while. And then, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you were acting, and it scared the crap out of you. Uh, yeah, oh, that must yeah. have been a good haunt. <laughs> or I was just a chicken. One of the two. Yeah. It <laughs> didn't completely kind of, turn you off, though. So It's true. But then the, next, the following year... I came back, and then I, I caught the haunt bug from there. And then two two years ago, I worked at Nightmare on 13th here in Salt Lake City. And then the following year, I worked with uh, Shadows of Fear, doing a little more than just acting. I you know I helped train and that kind of stuff. And this year, also doing more with them, helping helping set up and all that kind of stuff, and and acting. Cool. Tell us a little bit about Shadows of Fear. Like, um, what what can we expect of it if we were to attend? Shadows of Fear. It was a it was a backyard home haunt for a long time until the current owners bought it and then moved it moved it to a, a farm. And so last year it was just kind of cut and copy and paste from from their back from their yard haunt. But this year they got a bigger piece of, of land to on the same farm to just expand. So it's like three times bigger than it was last year. So they're they're doing a lot more with it this year. We're they're pretty excited to to show everybody. Awesome. So are they just now opening as a pro haunt? Were home haunt before and decided to go pro or they opened last year as a pro haunt. Last year was a for oh that's a tough year to be opening as a pro haunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, they how'd, had lots of. Lots how'd the of season go? They did. They did pretty good. Uh, they were located on. It's like a family attraction kind of farm. They have like slides and like bounce houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they co-located with them and got people coming over from from that. Sure. And then this year they've moved actually maybe maybe like a football field farther away. So they're gonna have a little more problems with um, getting those people to come over. Over there, because they have to yeah. go through a cornfield. But um, <laughs> well, come on, that just adds to the ambiance. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but last year was they, they did good. They did pretty good for for being kind of copy paste, putting a in a bigger spot. But this year they are they got a lot they got a lot to do. So it'll be pretty exciting to see what they do. If you want to check it out, facebook.com/slash/theshadowsoffear13. If you're in the Utah Salt Lake City area, go check it out because it sounds like it'll be a good time. It'll be pretty fun. They're pretty excited. Let's see here. It doesn't look like they have any dates yet, so they're still still getting everything together. Yeah, I, I know the feeling. We also are trying to get everything together, so I sympathize <laughs> with them. We'll, we'll be trying to get everything together when we're 10 years in and, and have an actual location. <laughs> I'm just trying to get things together for this year. I mean... All of that aside, I got two months left. Like, we're running out of time. Anyway. <laughs> We've so, been running out of time since November. We, you're not wrong. We're constantly running out of time. <laughs> so, Ty, one of the things that caught my eye in your bio is you call yourself a magician, and you like to work magic into your haunting. I do. Tell me about it. So, I did magic for since, you know, all through high school, did all that kind of stuff. Magic kind of went away with it for a long time. And then last year they threw me, they threw me in the haunt as a clown in the clown room. And I kind of got free reign of kind of making my own character. And so my character is Foggy Jack, of course. (laughs) Uh, 
and so everything revolves around him now. It's kind of weird, but and I was like, well, I can take what I know or what I could remember from doing magic to put it into this haunt. And so it was just kind of like this six foot by ten foot room. Like it wasn't big. It wasn't a lot of of clowning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that verb. <laughs> clowning. I have a funny story about the art of clowning. Coming but, back to that. <laughs> and so these people, they would come in, and I, I didn't like, you know, the hide in the corner kind of, you know, in your face kind of clown. I wanted to be more of the the funny, the more of the the laughs, and so setting them up for the next room to to scare them. Mm-hmm. And so I would come out, and I'd have like a, it's like a handkerchief that looked like it was covered in blood, and I would produce a, a sponge ball and then I would make the sponge ball disappear and then to leave the room was like a black curtain. So it wasn't a lot of magic, but you know, it was just enough and then there was a black curtain that they had to walk through and I would pick one person out of their group that had to walk through the curtain alone. <laughs> and there were so many people that are like, Oh no, I'm not gonna go. I'm not doing that. Like I'm like, there's <laughs> nothing behind it. And I would make a joke of it. I'd be like, watch, you're going to walk through the curtain. I'm going to do a magic trick. And they walk through the mat curtain. I was like, ta-da, they disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and again, we'd have someone on the other side of that curtain with a chainsaw. So Yeah, of course. It's <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of fun, kind of. And then um, just kind of expanded it from there and, and learning, getting back into it and all that kind of stuff now. So. Mm-hmm. It's not a cheap hobby, but it's okay. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Neither is haunting, but that's fine. <laughs> Tell us more about your character, Foggy Jack. So my character, Foggy Jack, kind of evolves. Um, last year he was a, a full-fledged clown, makeup and all that kind of stuff. I just, uh, three three years ago, I started. I just started a simple Instagram page. But I just wanted to, you know, put Halloween stuff on Instagram because that's cool. And so I was just I couldn't decide what I was gonna call it and I had a few ideas and my wife came up with what's called Foggy Jack. And so that that stuck and then that grew to the podcast. The podcast grew, I got the logo, so now he's all over everything. <laughs> and then last year I was like, Well, I mean I am Foggy Jack, so I might as well make him embrace real. it. Embrace it. Embrace. It. And so he, I now am am Foggy Jack. So last year he was he was more clown character. This year he's more. I don't know how to explain it. More more on the magician side than the clown side. Mm-hmm. I'd say. Last year I dressed up in like rainbow suspenders and rainbow socks and like all this weird stuff. And this year he's more. I don't want to say sophisticated, but more subdued. Sophisticated. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's kind of just grown and involved to to now being my haunt persona and my my magic path as well. Mm-hmm. Where did the, the like the image come from? Where did you get the logo? Who came up with that that image? So right around the time I started the Instagram page, I went to. Um, Theorcon here in Salt Lake City, uh-huh. and I just met someone and I said, "Could you draw me a logo?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And so I was like, "All right, I kind of want like a because my favorite thing, my favorite theme in a haunt is Sleepy Hollow. I love pumpkins, love Sleepy it. Hollow, that, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I kind of want like a pumpkin Jack Skellington mixed with uh, Jack Sparrow kind of kind of esque person. She drew me that, and now it's just everywhere <laughs> i love it i freaking love it like it is the coolest looking character i've ever seen i've you need to get me in touch with who did that because i need some work from her yeah i am yeah i can i can send you a link that, that would be awesome so tell me more about this the art of clowning <laughs> so last year when i started you know kind of wanting to bring more and more magic into my my set or my routine i got on facebook because that's where everybody goes for great advice. Of course. And um, <laughs> I got on, <laughs> yeah, I got on this page, this magician's page, and asked, like, I need, I'm a clown in a haunted house, and I need just some smaller kind of 
tricks to do that I can, you know, push people through, but also still do the tricks. And this this guy wrote me this long comment, and he basically, I wish I could pull it up if I can find it. <laughs> But basically, he was like, it is you people in the haunt industry that is ruining the art of clowning. Oh, damn. You're making it so that our friends in the in the clowning art are losing high-paying contracts and all this stuff. And so I, for a long time, I was like, I foggy jack, the art of ruining clowning. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <Wow>. clown drama. <laughs> I'm just like, if it weren't for the haunt industry, clowns wouldn't be much anymore. Like, <laughs> no, we're the biggest, we're the biggest contributor to clowns. I, it's like, no question, no seriously. I mean, that's <laughs> without the haunt industry, who do you have, Ronald, Ronald McDonald? Like, yeah, Pennywise. Um, that's about it. Pennywise, yeah, yeah Pennywise. The haunt industry, like. The haunt industry. That's that's haunt and horror. That's that's all you have. The clowns. So might as well embrace it. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. That's ruining ruining the art of clowning. <laughs> but uh, but what's fun Man, is I mean, that's something to put on a resume. Yeah, seriously. Ruin the art of clowning. I'm actually taking a course next month. Is it's it's August, right? Yeah. Uh, next month Basically. I'm taking a course for clowning. So going to learn. More into the art of clowning, I guess. Uh-huh. Not gonna <laughs> and ruin that it. you'll know why you're ruining it. Yeah, I don't know why I'm ruining <laughs> it, but it was just—it was so funny. And just the picture of the dude, you could just tell that he doesn't do much besides scroll through Facebook. So I'm just like, and apparently what? take take his clowning very seriously. He does, yeah. Apparently. Well, I mean, clowning is serious business. Absolutely, <laughs> the most serious business. There's no clowning around when it comes to clowning. So. <laughs> <laughs> well played well played uh, when you're in the haunt you know you've got seconds to make an impression on them uh, on the people coming through what kind of tricks are you doing in such a short amount of time like you don't have much opportunity to set something up no in-house you don't have much to to do so i mean you can do like simple Spongeball. I mean, you make a Spongeball appear, you make it disappear, you can pull it out of someone's ear, something, you know, something really quick slide like of hand, that. T- yeah, sleight of hand type yeah, stuff. A lot of sleight of hand kind of stuff. And then if you get into the queue line, there's, you know, there's a lot more you can do in the queue line mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. But yeah, in that's that was the struggle I had last year was trying to figure out what can I do in the haunt that's not gonna make a Congo line. But it's also gonna, you know, add the value to what I'm doing in mm-hmm. the months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not a lot. There's a lot of smaller things that you can do, just kind of quick things, making sleight of hand, a lot of sleight of hand. But it, you know, it's hard. <laughs> what do you like to do when you're out in the queue line? When you got a little more time, you got a little more audience. I got, a, you know, a few card tricks. Let's see. I can, I have my notebook. I can tell you. <laughs> card tricks. There's some. Um, some like levitations you can do, and then I like to do more magic, not so much with cards and with coins, but with everyday objects, if that makes sense, like pop tops from soda cans. Oh, sure. Bands. Uh-huh. You ever take stuff from people in line and and do things with that? It. With their yeah, to separate people's possessions. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like straws, straws and coins are another, you know, really easy thing to get when you're in a in a queue line. Uh huh. Yeah, more more organic kind of things to to do in the queue line. Gotcha, gotcha. Very fun. So I think you announced like this morning or so uh, that you're going to be taking all of this magic stuff that you've been doing and teaching a class on it at Fear Expo Live. That was a few days ago, actually. I mean, it was kind of. I was always planning. I planned since I found out about the show that I'm like, I'm going to that. Like, <laughs> I told my wife, I was like, all I want for my birthday is just to go to this show. So I had a very similar conversation with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, just let me go to that one and Trans World. I'll be all happy. So, <laughs> going to next year, but yeah. So I, I kind of, and then I actually talked to Doug just about the podcast kind of getting him on i never got i was never able to connect with him to get him on but Mm -hmm. 
And then kind of just out of a whim, I was on the website and I filled out the application to do a, a course or do a class. And I was like, I, I think it would be really interesting to teach a course about how in the haunt industry you can use magic more and more to keep people entertained, mm-hmm. keep them, you know, in line basically. And so I, I you know, I wrote it, kind of wrote it up, the proposal, sent it to him. Didn't think much would happen because, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It was kind of just seeing what would happen. And then sure. he messaged me that next morning and he's like, hey, I got your application. Can you give me a call? So I gave him a call and he's like, "All right, well, let's uh, get your let's let's do it." So I think he's like, "That sounds like a, an interesting class. Let's get you to do it." So after freaking out for a minute that I was teaching it, <laughs> then you know, counting the 174 days till it actually happens. Yep. So I have a countdown now. Um, <laughs> uh. Just pull together a, a, a class on it. So it was. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, magic and haunting, you both use misdirection and sleight of hand and just these kind of subtle, subtle actions to redirect and then get a reaction. So it, 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 it makes sense. It works really, really well. Yeah. And yeah. It's one of those that you're like, once you think about it, you're like, well, yeah, of course it would. But it, it's not a, one of those initial matchups. And it's not something that I think I've seen very often at haunts mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing magic related in a haunt would be a Pepper's ghost effect. Sure. That's sure. probably the biggest thing that happens. But um, like Leslie said, you know, with, you know, magic uses so much misdirection and so does haunting. So I think we can use it more and more, not just let's hire a magician, have him play around in the queue line, but figuring out the way, a way to, cause there's so many, there's so many things that you can do in with magic. If you want to take it to the extreme, there's, you know, there's tricks where you can stick 12 inch needles through your arm. There's, let me, I, get, I, I would love to, to see that. that in a haunt. <laughs> can I do that? Let me get my I set. Learn how to do that. <laughs> so there, yeah, there's like, you know, take needles through your arm. I I do a I do a thing where I, you know, swallowing razor blades, swallowing needles. I do a trick with fish hooks. Um, there's two there's two tricks with fish hooks. There's a lot of that kind of more in, more intense kind of stuff that you mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. bring into the haunt. Um, that's 100% safe. You know, you're not actually sticking needles through your arm. Or, right, right, right. <laughs> you're putting razor blades in your mouth, but, you know, they can be dulled or there's other safer ways to do it. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's u- us- utilized, easy for me to say, <laughs> as much in the hot industry as I think it, it can be or should uh-huh, be. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean – the moment you said sticking needles through your arm, I'm like, well, that would work. That fits so perfectly. You could do it in a butcher scene. You could do it in a torture scene. You could do it like there. My mind is on overdrive right now. <laughs> I'm not sure I where to play with sharp objects. You always just want to play with sharp objects. That's why we don't. Let, that's why we don't let you near sharp objects. Yes, but I'd be sticking needles in my arms. You might be sticking in our arms. Like that's what I'm worried about. Maybe if you misbehave. <laughs> <laughs> the the listeners can't see this because you know not. <laughs> I'm being glared at. I'm not making a nose, but yeah, I'm not making a noise, but yes, glare, glare, Leslie. <laughs> anyway, so you've got 174 days left to figure out what exactly you're gonna say. Uh, any any sneak peeks you can give us that may want to entice people to come to your class? Yeah, let me get my notes here because I have. It's just been a flurry of notes the last like four days. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not very productive at work, but oh well. Um, <laughs> I've been very productive hate, at work, working on hard stuff. I hate being there anyways. <laughs> if my boss so, is listening, I didn't say that. What? Exactly. I think I'm gonna break it up the the class in a in a few in a few sections in a few chunks because there's Q line, there's Q line things you can do, and then there's in house things you can do, but then there's also you know, the off-season things you can do or the extra ticketed events that you can do. Mm. 
it doesn't happen a lot. I've seen it happen once here in Salt Lake at Fear Factory. They had a magician come in and do and do something. But I think it can be I mean, you have a bigger haunt that has that fan base that already has that that base of people that are like, I like creepy things. That'll be cool. And then you have they advertise a haunt, or a, a show, a magic show in the haunt. I don't know the logistics of all of that, but I would go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would be the first person to buy a ticket to that show. Like, sure. And then I would buy a second ticket because that's how I am. <laughs> but you know, off season things or just you know extra ticketed things that you can do because there, there's there's a branch of magic that's seance magic that you know you have you know the magician at the table and they can move things with the spirits move things and all mm-hmm, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And that can be a five minute show. You charge five dollars for it. You come, they come in, 12, 13 people come in, sit around a table, all things go crazy, $5, you have $5 in your pocket out of all of those, out yeah. of all those people. And then um, they go through the rest of the haunt and... Yeah. I mean, it's... You, you they're, be, already, they're already good. started up and they've already gone through the haunt and this is kind of their, you know, yeah. cool down final extra piece that they paid for to, oh, do you have any spirits sticking around on you? Oh, looks like you all do. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> Like you have um, like the actual like haunted haunted houses. I mean that's ticket right there of doing a seance or doing doing a kind of a darker darker show, which yeah. is what I I drift into is the darker creepier stuff. If you couldn't figure out from what I was listing earlier, but <laughs> and then you know you have the kind of keeping your haunt family together. I don't know how to can't figure out another way to say that but but in the off season yeah you have a lot of haunt owners complain that they can't figure out how to keep their actors around they can't Mm -hmm. keep and so you know you have bring in a magician that likes to stick needles through his you know his arms (laughs) i if i would go hang out with you know the haunt family if if i could watch that also (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and so that's kind of the things that I'm trying to figure out how to how to word and what to do with that. Mm-hmm. And then also do, you know, figure out what what tricks I want to perform because of course I'm going to I'm going to perform some tricks while I'm while I'm up there teaching just to kind of give visual and because it's fun. So <laughs> And are you going to teach us how to do any of these tricks? Hint 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 hint. I'm thinking I'm thinking about doing a haunt a haunt magic course. Uh-huh. That can with this so that I can also, you know, be like if your haunt actors are, are interested in this, you know, here's 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 instructions of how to do this, or I will teach you, you know, the how tos of SpongeBob a SpongeBob routine, or mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. cups and balls, um, or you know, even the needle even the needle routine, and maybe you know, eating razor blades. You know, I, I you know, there's a lot of things you can do in the haunt, and so I'm trying to figure out if I could make a course that I could also you know kind of bring along with me to mm-hmm. teach people do that or i would just come to your hunt and teach all of you anyways you know which which is i think solid as well (laughs) unless i saw you uh i saw that giant grin when he said teach you to stick needles through your arm so stop it (laughs) no i'll um when when i i'll come find you at at, the fear fear expo and i'll teach you excellent yeah we, we, we will definitely have a booth so we'll we'll have to connect Speaking of which, uh, let's let's talk booth for a minute. You're planning to have a booth there, you're, so you're teaching a class, but you're also doing a booth for the podcast, I presume, or I'm. Or do you well, know I talked to I talked to Doug, and if you teach, I didn't know this, but if you teach a course, you also can have uh, a booth. And so I was just wanting to teach a course. I didn't know. You didn't know you were going to get a booth I with it. <laughs> you know there are added benefits of teaching a course. So he's like, so I could. He first, he's like, yeah, we'll give you a booth on the vendor floor. Just fill out this form, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, well, I also, you know, run the podcast. And he's like, well, if you if you want to do the podcast, I'm going to set you up where all the podcasts are. But if you want to do it for magic, then I'll put you on the vendor floor. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll have a, a poster and some flyers for the podcast, but I'll be on the vendor floor performing shows. There so that's, that's there the go. plan to, is to actually perform 
perform shows and, and kind of talk with everybody that's there. Yeah, we're right now trying to figure out what we're going to do for our booth because this will be the first convention that we've had a booth at. You know, we've attended before, <laughs> we've walked around, talked to people, done recordings and, and stuff like that, but we've never tried to set up a booth. And at this point, I have no freaking clue what we're going to do for that. Like, what are your thoughts? I'm in the same boat. I, <laughs> I've never, I've never vended at a at a convention. I've never taught at a convention. So this is all new. And plus, all of this that I'm working on for you know the the court or the class plus the the show, it's all new material. It's not. I haven't made it. So yeah, I have yeah. all of that. I have. It's just a laundry list of things that I have to do before <laughs> I can even start figuring out how to do this booth. But I have an idea of what I want to do, but um, I didn't realize it was going to be this much work. Boots <laughs> <laughs> are a hell of a lot of work. And honestly, the, the best thing to do with them is, especially when you're just starting out, is pick what you want to be your focal point and put your money into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because otherwise, I mean... Any vendor who does um, convention circuits will tell you, like, booth setups, that stuff's expensive. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's pricey. So unless it's something that you're looking to do at Transworld and to pay to do it at Transworld and all the other conventions, keep it simple, stupid. This is literally the best thing. Pick, Pick the one thing that's like, okay... This is the thing that we want to highlight now, you know, and that's something that, you know, Kay, you and I and John will have to talk about. And, you know, but what do we want to highlight? Okay, that's the thing that that's where we're going to spend our money and everything else will just have to get by on our sparkling personalities. <laughs> we might, or we our might ability be in to trouble. In arms. <laughs> we might be in trouble for relying on sparkling personalities. Like, can you imagine John? Bring John. <laughs> Oh, John, if you're not listening to this, then I'm going to laugh at you. Make because you listen you need, to this. Yeah, we're going to make you listen to this because I can't make fun of you and not have you listen to this. <laughs> we miss you, by the way. Come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah, I think you're right, Les. Uh, after we get past Halloween, I think we, we sit down and have a podcast episode where we figure out what our booth is going to be. Mm-hmm. Let's let's put it on the list. <laughs> well, and we can we can discuss even when we're building and just kind of start getting ideas as to are we highlighting the podcast or how much are we hi- highlighting SCE and just again having those like <laughs> those, those are, are exactly happening? exactly the conversations we need to have exactly well I think it is an excellent time to take a break let's um, hear a bit from our sponsors and then we will be right back with Mr. Ty Rowley. And welcome back to Haunting You. We have our guest, Foggy Jack, also known as Ty Rowley. And uh, let's talk a little bit about your Foggy Jack Live podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, It's fun. As you both know, podcasts <laughs> are a lot of work. Yeah, um, pe- people do not realize, and we did not realize when we got into it, just how much work goes on the back end. <laughs> and on the front end. That's yeah, and on the front end. <laughs> I mean, it, this is this is content creation, mm-hmm. and it's it's not even content creation that necessarily you're like, okay, I know I'm making this thing and I need to record these pieces of the process, but I can do it over six weeks and that's okay. You know, we're we're making this up as we go along. Yes. Yeah. So, what's your process? <laughs> um. It depends. So I have two different podcasts. I have the Foggy Jack Live podcast, um, and that is me coming on talking about how talking about the paranormal, talking about haunt industry. Last week I talked about Netherworld, kind of just trying to figure out a different format for the show because it's always changing because I can never decide what I want to do. And that's you know just me sitting down for a half hour, forty five minutes figuring out what I want to do, record, because it's not a long show. Mm-hmm. Um, I do convention updates and that kind of stuff, and that's really that show. And then I do the Foggy Jack Collective podcast, 
where I have different people from around the states, even one, even someone in the UK, who record segments. They talk about paranormal, cryptids, um, anything really, anything haunt, horror, Halloween related, and then they send them, send them to me, and I put them into a a collective show, and those are released every other Monday. So that's the next show. So Monday, the collective podcast will come out. Mm-hmm. So tell me what you're doing with the cryptids. This is always a, a fun a fun topic and something that I've always enjoyed. Cryptids are always fun to talk about. And so, you know, I try and talk about them when I can. Um, there's, you know, so many of them to talk about. Um, I was going to do a third podcast, but it kind of got shuffled into... I don't have time for all this, especially now that I'm trying to figure out this, this expo. So I was going to do one that was basically just just about cryptids, um, but that is on the very, very back burner right now. So no, cryptids are just fun to talk about. I mean, between skinwalkers, I love talking about skinwalkers, wendigos, Bigfoot's fun to talk about, even though he's, <laughs> he's there, but you know, it's a... Uh, yeah, they're always fun. They're always fun. What What does your research process look like preparing for one of those uh, cryptid episodes or cryptid segments? Have you heard of the podcast Astonishing Legends? I have not. Tell me more. Uh-uh. Astonishing Legends is a podcast. They're a paranormal podcast, but they also talk about you know cryptids and all that kind of stuff. And they do like six, seven hours of podcast on the topic. So if I... If I get interested, like they did one on um, Bigfoot, they did like a five-part series on Bigfoot, mm-hmm. um, like a three-part series on, on Skinwalker Ranch here in Utah, and so I'll listen to them, and then I'll kind of dive in on my own kind of research, and then just kind of wing it. Also, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of kind of how I roll is just kind of just wing it and see what yeah. happens. So. Well, I mean that's kind of as it has its own value in entertainment, since for most people that's really how they start finding out about these things is literally just falling down a Wikipedia hole. Mm-hmm. Seriously. It's like you catch something on a, on a you know, mentioned on a TV show, and you're like, wait, where did you get that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you hit your Google search, go into Wikipedia, and then six hours later, you're like, oh, I haven't eaten. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have done that many a times. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very prone to heavy distraction. I just jumped on right. Astonishing Legends website at astonishinglegends.com, and this looks fascinating. I'm gonna have to dive in more and see if they have anything on Wendigos. I'm sure they do. It's a it's a pretty standard entry point. Mm-hmm. I think it depends where you are. Like I had never heard of Wendigos growing up in Colorado because not a thing out there. Which is hilarious because the one of the big places that people find out about Wendigos is actually an episode of Supernatural where the Wendigo is in Colorado. Well, there you go. See, this is this shows how much I know and why I need to be digging in deeper into Astonishing and Legends podcast. You should be watching Supernatural because there's all sorts of fun monsters. In apparently, there. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so tell tell me more about the this collective that you are putting together. How many people are involved? Uh, what what can you tell um, us? Probably eight or nine people that I have. You know, shoot me shoot me uh, segments every now and again. Mm-hmm. I just kind of put a post on Instagram. Now I post it daily because I figured out the glory of Facebook automatic posting. <laughs> and, and so I just, you know, put out a post every day and every, you know, once or twice a week I'll get a, a message that's like, hey, how do I, you know, how do I get on the show? Or how, what, is our spot still open? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I'll give me your email and I'll send it. So, but yeah, there's people that do podcasts that, you know, kind of send me a segment from their own show. Mm-hmm. There's people that just want to talk about horror movies and cryptids and they just record it and send it to me. And then I just kind of compile it together, put my own advertisements in it and then put a few songs and music in it and send it out into the universe. It's kind of a cool way to support a bunch of other podcasts and other researchers and haunters and, and other members of, of, of our community. I'm just kind of like, hey, collect it. I'll collect it. I'll do the, the work and the marketing and the editing, and then out it goes. And not to mention, like, getting your uh, getting your topic out to a whole different audience set. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've got 
our dedicated like 12 listeners and then a few listeners who uh, a few others who hopefully jump in from time to time um but if we were to throw something out to you that would give us a whole other uh, body of listeners who have never gotten to enjoy our unique form of banter before <laughs> yeah you can definitely send me something i'll put it up put it on there Cool. We'll we'll have to talk about it. See, um, maybe some of the interviews we've done, like do a highlights highlight reel from some of our interviews, and and we mm-hmm. got your way. We'll we'll have to look into that more or less. Yeah, I think I think we could definitely. I mean, either discussing some of the monsters that we've pulled together for our haunts, or like you said, the um, experts that we've brought on. I'm just gonna say, here's our best of. Yeah. To kind of get a start there. Cool. Sounds like a plan. So where can people find all of your podcasts if they feel so inclined? The Foggy Jack Life podcast is found anywhere, basically, that you can find a podcast. (laughs) Sometimes I put them on YouTube, but I've learned YouTube is a whole different can of worms. Yeah, I did that for a while, and we were getting, like, nobody wanted to listen to a podcast from YouTube because as soon as you, like, close the phone, it goes away, and, like... YouTube is not good for podcasters, is what I'm finding. So I, uh, the other day, I, I uploaded a video on YouTube, and I just kind of highlighted some of my favorite things from Distortions Unlimited. Uh-huh. I kind of just threw it together, didn't think much of it, and kind of put it out there. And uh, the next day, Ed Edmonds commented on the on the video. He's like, hey, it's a really cool video. And I was like, he's like, thank you. And I was like, no, thank you. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah, I had a similar uh, VFX put out a really cool video showing some of their new products this year. Um, so I put that out. So, you know, just shared it saying, hey, check out this cool stuff because I really love what VFX is doing. And same thing. They came back and were like, hey, thanks for doing that. I'm like, are you kidding? I keep producing cool stuff. I will absolutely share the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are making me really excited. Well, awesome. So we know how to find the podcast. How do people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about magic, if they want to uh, get involved with the collective? This is your opportunity to promote yourself. Promote myself. So uh, the I am found on all social media platforms at FoggyJack13. Um, except Facebook, just search the Foggy Jack Life podcast because Facebook is fun. Um, YouTube, Foggy Jack Life podcast. Um, I'm on TikTok. I'm not really funny, but I'm on TikTok. Um, <laughs> TikTok's funny. I, I I don't really yeah. TikTok's a whole different thing that I'm working on. But every single piece of social media, you have to have even when you're branding yourself and building a particular persona. For every different type of media, you have to have a different slant on it. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. It is very exhausting. Thank you, Les. <laughs> that is exactly what I want to ask. Your social media presence impresses me because it is so far, I'm going to say, beyond what ours is. You got any tips for us and for our listeners how to build a better social media presence? Lots of lots of following. <laughs> um, I just I don't I don't I don't know I I I've tried every trick in the book. That's and Instagram's really the only one that I think I've somewhat cracked the code. Mm-hmm. TikTok hates me, so I just post it just to post a TikTok video. But the trick that I found for Instagram is finding those niches that are kind of in your niche. Also, going and following fifteen I mean fifty to a hundred of those everybody. People. Uh, yeah, don't do don't do more than a hundred in a day. Or you're gonna get blocked, and you're gonna not be able to use your account. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Way spamming, spamming, <laughs> spamming concerns. I've spent months in in Instagram jail. <laughs> um, and then just you know, because people will be like, oh, this is cool. I'll follow them back, and yada yada yada, and you just kind of build and build from there. So, and you unfollow the people that are crazy and post really weird stuff i'm finding too many of those yeah there are more of those than i thought there would be yeah it like it's people people are nuts and it social media in general is nuts but i think it's really funny that people will come onto my page instagram usually is the only place that that happens and you can see 
from my page that I'm very vocal about two things, Halloween and the LGBTQ community. I'm very vocal about both. And so these people will come on and be like, oh, the, that's gross. You can't be gay. And I'm just like, really? You're going to come on this page? <laughs> you know, love each other and don't be dumb. And you're going to come on here. And, and, and you just feel the need to come into my space just to attack me. Yeah. It's like, don't – you don't attack – you don't – Come on, jackass. That's in the community. Like, don't <laughs> – don't try me, or I will yell at you. You come into my you. house. <laughs> yeah, it's. I've even I've even had people come on and be like, Halloween is gross and satanic, and I'm like, well, yes. let, let me tell you, lady. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm I mean, sorry. Is this you're not wrong. Like, you're not you're, you're not wrong, but you are wrong. <laughs> at the same time. That's, like, that's the basis of its appeal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, I'm heathen anyway, so for me, it's just like okay. And <laughs> you're, you're the one who's judging me, so I'll see you in hell, honey. Yeah. yeah. People will say the damnedest things behind the keyboard. But yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's behind the keyboard, but it's once it's it's real, they won't they won't say it. But. No. And any tips on handling the nags? Just block them. Don't waste your time. Don't yeah. Don't waste your time and. Don't waste your time with them. I got I got other things to worry about besides your yeah you got a class to put together comments. yeah <laughs> I got a I got a class to put together the next uh, one you, you, ju- you just dropped the southern classic oh bless your heart yeah <laughs> oh I love it yeah well Ty any final thoughts for our listeners um do more magic and haunts because it's important it's it's <laughs> it's usable um. And if you have Haunt questions about how to... started with magic shows. You started with magic shows? No, haunts. Like haunted houses and these types of things. Like they started with magic shows. Yeah, the Guggenhall have... Theater. Like that. that's how this... Like, we talked about it on our, our um, History of Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much of these things, they, we started with magic. Mm-hmm. And then moved into practical. And I see going back to magic is a great idea. Yeah, that's 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 the goal, is to hopefully show show the haunt industry that come back to magic. I mean, you don't have to hire me, but that would be nice. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I I know that there's a whole bunch of magicians out there that would die for you know a, a part in something like that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, just uh, if you like Halloween and stuff, make sure to follow me too, because I always like talking about Halloween and, and horror and all that kind of fun stuff. So. Absolutely. So check out Foggy Jack 13 on every piece of social media you can you can think of. Go find his podcasts wherever you can find your podcasts, and then go to Fear Expo Live and take his course and learn a little bit of practical magic that you can take back to your own haunts. Like stabbing needles in your arm. Like stabbing needles in your arm, of course, less. <laughs> Anyway, Ty, thank you so much for coming on, thank you, sharing Ty. your experience, sharing your perspective. We look forward to meeting you at Fear Expo. It's been a yes. pleasure. Thank you much. So that was Ty Rowley. That was Foggy Jack from the Foggy Jack Life podcast from Shadows of Fear, Haunted House. And awesome. 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 I, I am really excited for his uh, to see his seminar now. Clear that, you know, still working on it and trying to figure out exactly what he wants to say. But, I mean, you said it less incorporating like magic haunting very very similar types of i don't want to say skill sets because skill sets not quite what i mean it's not skill sets it's um hold on hold on i've got got it it's it's just getting the right words it relies on the same processes yes yes that's exactly it relies on misdirection it relies on audience expectation it relies on preconceived notions of your audience. Right. Um, both, both haunting, scare acting, and magic rely on these things to be successful. And they rely on the suspension of disbelief. No question. No question. And I am just absolutely fascinated by the topic. I'm excited to hear what he has to say. And I think I'm going to have to go do some research on my own as well and see what we can learn about misdirection. You've got this creepy look on your face. What are you thinking? I can stick needles in my arms. Of course. (laughs) I should have known.
<laughs> so that was the first in our series. We will have a few more haunt actors on as we get through the month of August and into September into the haunting season. So stay tuned. Definitely go subscribe to our podcast anywhere you can get your podcasts, particularly Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Twitch, Amazon, Pandora, iHeart. Seriously, anywhere you can find your podcast, you can find the Haunting You podcast. We will be findable. Discoverable? That one, both. <laughs> go uh, subscribe to our podcast, and if you like what we're doing, leave us a review because that will help other people find the podcast as well. Of course, it is the first of the month, so we must give an opportunity for the Chambers Corner. <laughs> The Haunting You Podcast is, of course, the official podcast of the Chamber of Haunters, and every first of the month, we like to give them an opportunity to talk about what is happening in the Chamber. So, Mr. Rob Knowlton, what have you for today? The Chamber of Haunters is now in its second year of operation. We are growing with each passing month. At the end of July, we attended the Texas Haunters Convention, which serves as the official convention and home of the Chamber of Haunters. On Friday, July 16th, we got our booth set up, had the opportunity to attend the meet and greet, and then do the haunt tour. The haunt tour was amazing. This is Rob's words, not mine. We first visited Moxley Manor and went on a lights-on tour of the attraction. Ooh, that would be a lot of fun. I, w yeah. I, I would love to do a lights-on tour of any attraction. Next, we had the opportunity to attend Dark Hour Haunted Attraction. We split into two groups. One group went with Jake, while our group got to spend a few hours with the famous Alan Hops. Dude! Rob, how did you pull that off? Nice. What an experience. If you missed it this year, then you better come next year. Saturday, July 17th was the first official day of the convention. Live actors roamed the convention floor and provided entertainment for attendees. We held a silent auction and had a good time meeting vendors and attendees alike. Classes and seminars were well attended throughout the day. At night, the costume ball and live band were amazing. If you have not seen the video of the, of the costume ball from uh, Hunter's Hangout, I highly recommend it because, yeah, the band was hot. Sunday was the final day of the convention, and it was great to see it just as busy, if not busier, than the day before. Vendor spots were sold out, and many even sold out of their product, which was good news and solidified their desire to come back in 2022. If you missed the Texas Honors Convention in 21, then don't miss it in 2022. We would also like to mention our newest partnerships. We have partnered with Cosio Insurance to help provide insurance to our members. That's C-O-S-S-I-O, -S -S -I -O, if anyone wants to go check them out. We also partnered with Haunters Against Hate to serve as the official charity of the Chamber of Haunters. We feel very honored and excited to work with these two great organizations and look forward to a prosperous future together. We value all of our members from all walks of life and hope you will make the choice to join us in your haunt journey and become a member of our haunt family. If you are interested in becoming a member of the Chamber of Haunters, please go to our website at chamberofhaunters.com and join today. And of course, do not forget to enter the code HAUNTINGYOU when you join, and they will take $15 off any level of membership, which is always a plus. $15 you yeah, can put back into your haunt. Yep. Haunts are going to need it. Yes. So thank you, Rob. I'm so glad to hear that Texas Haunters Convention went so well. You know, we had Linnell Freeman on yeah. a few episodes ago uh, tell us about all the planning, all the work that they were going or they were putting into it. It sounds like it was so much fun. I wish we could have been there. I wish we could have, too. Oh, man. Next year. Next year. Yeah. Next year. Next year. Be established in my new job. Indeed. Uh, so let's do a quick update of where we are with our planning because it is freaking August and we need to be building very, very oh, soon. God. Tell me about it. We've got all of the wall panels that we need. And by wall panels, I, of course, mean doors. I have 147 doors. freaking doors. Yes. Jeez. Yes. That face is exactly the face you should be making because it is insane. <laughs> that is nuts. Like, I'm. that's awesome that you found them all. Like, do, don't get me wrong. I am beyond thrill i was doing some crazy but, ass shit crap. like there were more than once yeah. there was a door okay fair fair point but more than once like i found a door on the side of the road and i looped back around to so i could pull over throw it in the back of the truck and drive of off by the way love having a truck it is exactly what i needed to actually pull this off there's no way i could have pulled it off without it 
But I also want to give a huge shout out to the DC Home Haunters. If you are in the Maryland, DC, Virginia area and you are not a member of the DC Home Haunters, go find them on Facebook because this group is phenomenal. Uh, one member. I finally found one. I know. Yeah, it took freaking two years, but I finally found it. We've met a gentleman, uh, David, who is getting out of his home haunts. So he had been home haunting for years and years and years. Uh, he's moving out of his house, downsizing into an apartment because his kids are both off to college and they don't need all the space anymore. So he was, he's downsizing significantly. And oh my God, David, thank you so much for the deals that you gave us. We had, I picked up an infinity mirror from him less. I know. Oh. I know. Right. Oh, sweet. I'm so excited. But we got an Infinity Mirror. He gave us so much lumber and foam, building materials, and all of it super cheap. We got an Air Blast. An Air Blast cannon. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave us some, like, uh, pneumatics uh, stuff to, that I needed for uh, to make our electric chair work. Mm-hmm. David, you are my freaking hero. Awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. I hope you listen to this and can hear how much we appreciate what you have done for us. So, DC Home Haunters, definitely go check it out if you were in the area. We are almost have the website done. We need to start building, but we've got the layout done. I feel like we're we're running out of time here, though, Les. And I think it may be time to start talking about cutting back. Downsize a little bit. Downsize our planning a little bit. I want to cut the annex. Okay. Yeah. With Between the puppy and us <clears throat> going out there and everything else... I think we can keep working on it and that can be kind of a longer term plan. I think cutting the annex for this year is focus on the main because that also gives when you're out here, we can be doing main planning and not messing with the annex. So you're not losing a week or two of primary haunt. Yeah. I I think our, our plan for the main haunt for Sangamon Creek estates just was too ambitious it is taking up too much of our attention and mm-hmm. we need to focus on that and make it happen because we are so freaking close yeah we are so freaking close and it's going to be spectacular on that note i have i think seven actors lined up right now okay i need so got to find a couple more actors but we're getting close i need to li- where's the character list is that on the dropbox it is in the dropbox yes okay. Um, I will have that on my list today to do basic costuming, makeup, and um, backgrounding. You said you found somebody who can do makeup, sort of? Sort of, yes. I found somebody who will, I think, will be able to cover um, for the night of, as long as we give them some guidance. Yeah, and that's what I need to do is build up the guidance. Yep, exactly. The actor's handbook is about half written. Okay, I need your backstory. I'm going to incorporate it in there as well. Mm-hmm. So that the actors all know. Uh, and then I want to flush out uh, what the actors are doing, where they will be. Um, that's the part I'm working on right now. Where okay. they'll be, what they're doing. Uh, and if you have what they will look like. Um, like if they, uh, so we can start mm-hmm. getting costume pieces together and stuff. That yep. would be very helpful. Yep. So two months out, we are getting damn close, but it is really, really exciting right now. Go freaking check out our social media at Haunting Universe One on Twitter, at Haunting University on Instagram, at Haunting You. Not, there's no at in Facebook, but Haunting You, Facebook.com slash Haunting You. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then, of course, Facebook.com slash SCE Haunt Sanguine Creek Estates to see the haunt itself. Go follow our social media so you can see what is happening because all of the stuff is starting to happen now. And go check out our website, hauntingyou.com. You can find all of our podcasts there. You can find the calendar with all of the events happening. I love the thunder. Anyway, Les, any other final thoughts? I'm loving the thunder. But otherwise... That's a good thought. I like that thought. (laughs) That is a good thought. Uh, No, I think, again, just, you know, if you want to stay up with what we're doing, definitely follow us on our social media. We're going to start getting some more pictures and images as we start building. And And videos uh, on our YouTube channel subscribe to the podcast and listen to us talk to more haunt actors the next couple upcoming episodes and finalize our planning design and uh, everything else for the haunt exactly exactly so 
I think that wraps it up for today. From all of us here at Haunting You, get your building done, and happy haunting. Bye, everybody! Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license from Purple Planet Music at www.purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see our Facebook page for more information on all the clips used in this episode. Haunting University can be reached via Facebook at www.facebook.com slash haunting you with the letter U or on Twitter using the handle at haunting Univer one that's haunting U-N-I-V-E-R-1. Be sure to check out our new page on Podbean at www.hauntingyou.podbean.com. century many lives are claimed but eventually the champion stood the rest saw the better mr rogers in a bloodstained sweater